joined by Stephen Rosney. And Stephen, how are you? How are you doing, John? Are you in good form? Ah, uh, sure, we're keeping the good side out. That's it. <laughs> That's the way to have it. That's the way to have it. It's strange times for singers and bands and all that hinted at the moment. Ah, uh, sure it is, John. But, yeah. but you know something, John? It's all over the world. Oh, it's all over the world, yeah. All yeah. over the world. All over the world. That's the thing. I suppose that's the only thing. Everybody's in it together, I suppose, to some degree. You know, I think it is, John. I think yeah. it's here. It's going to be with us for a few years, you know, until yeah. we get it sorted. But I think people have to probably try and learn how to live with it. Again, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And kind of get back to some sort of normality as well, I think, is going to be important, isn't it? For, uh, yeah. it, it is, it is, yeah. John. And, and I, was t- I was talking to you off air there. I was down on Wexford yeah. there for a few days, and, and there was a wedding going on in the hotel, and I was just in, in a restaurant. Now, did that. The restaurant, I have to say, was very well organised. Only had so many people in at a time and that. Yeah. But I, I heard the wedding going on out in the in the foyer and the, the bit of laughter. You know, the crowd of people laughing. And it's funny when you haven't heard that for for five six months. You know, a simple thing like that. Yeah, it, it brings it home how how eerily strange it was, isn't it? Yeah, eerily strange. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, and how important it is for a bit of laughter to be going on as well, and for people to be able to kind of enjoy themselves. Do you know what I mean a little bit? However, restrictions is in it, but we have to try and manage to find some way of of getting back to sort of kind of enjoying ourselves a little bit, like to mean something like because I think the the stresses is shocking on people. Ah, yeah. Look at it. People has to live as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we all know it's there, you know. We just have to try to. Do a little bit, pond old mask and yeah. old hands clean, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it is, it is, and it's hard on families as well. You mean something like you know that are locked up? Do you mean like they have loved ones kind of, I suppose, cocooning or whatever, and wor- worrying whether they should or shouldn't go see him and all that? That must be very hard as well for people. So I suppose that's all part of it, and we have to try and find a way around that. You know, ah, that's yeah. it, and you yeah. know. Uh, I brought home a song there a while back, uh, just talking. You know what I mean. I, I might have to play it there just before you come on. Uh, that's the, yeah, <laughs> I introduced. Uh, yeah, true. Would like to I mean something like to know as in before the break there. Um, you yeah, know, the, the people had someone to talk to that time, or the neighbour called around, and yeah. you know. So it's important we try and kind of get back somewhat a little bit to that. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I think that song is very, is, is, it hits the nail on the head. Do you know what I mean? That people have to just talk. Um, just make sure that they're talking to people and make sure that they're keeping in t- contact and, and that, like, whatever means they use to do that is important, isn't it? It is, John. Yeah. And, you know, like music, uh, you know, we talked about this before, but music play, plays a huge part in that because you could be having a bad day or something go around to you and maybe you'll meet up with a friend or two and you you might go for just a sociable drink and a bit of music and next thing your favourite song comes on and you know for that little bit of time it changes the whole it changes the whole thing you know it's forgot about and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you get it takes you out of yourself of where your where your head is, I suppose, and gets you kind of in a happier place. Or uh, maybe, yeah, it, it gets yeah. you back on yeah. track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might realise no. that there's, there's hope out there. You know, mean as well going forward. Like sometimes when you hear a song, because sometimes even sad songs, I often say it here, even sad songs can be fierce important for people. Do you know I mean like sort of thing like because it brings them to a place where they go, oh, actually, I was sad there, but look what I got through that, and that sometimes gives them hope for the future, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, that that that's that's it all in a nutshell, yeah, John. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's you know, as soon as we as soon as we can get back, or the government can 
come up with a plan that we get back to somewhat like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. And uh, I suppose in relation to that end of it, like, why are you doing yourself? You I mean I know you have a new song released? I suppose tell me a bit about that. But do you mean something like to you know first? Yeah, of all? well, to tell you that, John, uh, this very minute, and I'm up in the father and here, and we're put, we're, we're putting up a couple of stone piers. So that's what we're at with the wheelbarrow. And <laughs> good man, yourself. We're, we're we're nearly back to the old age. We're mixing the the sand and cement in the barra. Hey, good man, yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I have a new song out, John, and, and you know it's one I was really looking forward to. And uh, my my good friend Mike Scott there from Nashville, Tennessee, he yeah. produced it, and we had a host of we had a host of great players on it, and and it was yeah. great to work with it. With, with Carol Jackson was on the back and vocals, and um, very busy man Carol is as well. And but uh, uh, yeah, it's a tribute to, to John Prine. Uh, you yeah. I suppose as a songwriter myself, you know, you always kind of try and base yourself on, on, on something or somewhat but yeah. you know you couldn't base yourself on someone better than John Pine no that's right for sure now. yeah yeah wow and yeah. Uh, you know a lot of John's songs is it, it tells the story and yeah. you know so this is a song that was written by a friend of mine up in, in Donegal Joe, Joe Kelly and um, Paul McNeely put the music to it and uh, Joe when I first heard it I immediately, it immediately struck a chord with me and yeah. uh, then I teamed up the boys, Tim Carter, in Tree Treehouse Studios here in Nashville, and uh, we put it together along with uh, the year. And of course, you know, the, with the internet, well, obviously I couldn't travel. Travel, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law, Des Shear, and there we went down to the Shed Studios, and, and we stuck the vocal on it. And you know, I'm Sense happy so. the way it turned out. Good, good. Uh, that, that's a big challenge, I suppose. And uh, I suppose the beauty about modern day is you can actually be playing with somebody from the other side of the world. You know, I mean, collaborating like with them on a song or whatever. And it, it, you know I mean you can manage it? I suppose like that's the kind of thing. But uh, at the same time, I, I I don't know if there's anything as good as a live session or a live. You know I mean, something like you know, uh, you know, if people and I suppose that's where most musicians get their love of music is being able to perform with others. Would you think that? Or yeah, well, that uh, you you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, John and, and what we did was we, we we put down a guide we put down the guide to the music and the guide to the track and Tim got and uh, Mike got all the boys into the studio. We had um, Johnny Cash's Johnny Cash's bass there. We had uh, Bob Miner from Tim McGraw's band and we had Aaron Till on fiddle from Pam Tillis's band. And they're all in the studio at the one time, and you know, and then I was hooking up with the boys through, uh, yeah, through you know, WhatsApp, yeah. and uh, and that was great. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's that's very special, that's very special. And I suppose it really, it, 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 it's it's funny how you know you mentioned names there, but you do meet an awful lot of great people through it, I suppose. These Stephen, you mean something like you know, or you know, inspirational characters like. Oh, definitely, yeah. uh, John. And yeah. I suppose one of the one of the lads that, that comes to mind to me is, is is you know I hooked up maybe five six years ago with. With uh, one of definitely one of Nashville's top songwriters, Max D. Barnes. Yeah. You know, between Max and his father, Max D. They, they've wrote over thirty-five number one hits from from everyone from from uh, yeah. from Randy Travis to Johnny Cash, you know, George yeah. Jones. But uh, I've teamed up with Max. And, he you spends know, a good bit of time in Ireland, doesn't he? As well, like Max, Max. normally he's normally here for two or three months of the year, yeah. and he's he's over and back. But you know to. To even be associated with guys like that, it, it's great. And they're such down-to-earth fellas, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I remember my last trip over. I was in Studio B with a with a friend of mine, uh, Trent Willoughby, and I got talking to uh, Mike Loudermilk. And you know, I was in the studio, and yeah, Mike comes in. You know, he had his checkered shirt. You know, as if he was out taking potatoes in the field. <laughs> and he came in, and um, 
Trent says, you got to meet this guy, Mike, you know, and I said, how are you doing, Mike? And uh, a little did I know, you know, that Mike is probably one of the, uh, the top guitar players there in Studio B. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I, I got speaking to Mike, and he told me then about his father. He sa- I asked him, you know, how he learned the guitar, and he, he said his father was was so busy. His father was the top guitar session player in Studio B at the time, so his father played on Roy Orbison's tracks, you know, Elvis Presley. Yeah. But he, he says to me, on your way out, you'll see pictures of him there turning over the sod, yeah. you know, when they built Studio B first in Nashville. So, you know, to, to be talking to these guys, they're so humble, but they're... You know, yeah. they're so at the top of the game. Yeah. And they're like the neighbour next door, you know? Yes, yeah. And very supportive, I'd say. Ah, very supportive. You couldn't meet nicer people. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't but, meet nicer people, John. But but that's what you find about the, 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 the country scene, I suppose, more than any, maybe any other genre, I don't know. But it seems to be, even all the artists here, a huge support for one another. It's a constant, you know I mean, if... if, if you know, you'd even see it on Facebook, like if somebody has something done, everybody else, you mean a huge amount of other artists, you mean likes it and shares it and supports it. You know, kind of as a thing, and I think that's... Oh, but sure, yeah, they all kind of pull in together. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just like a big family, you know, yeah. John, yeah. in a way. You know, yeah. everyone supports everyone, and that's the way it is in, in Nashville itself, you know. Right, and yeah. I found myself from one over back over these past lucky years that they have great admiration for the Irish people as well, you know. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. I remember one day I was in there, and um, um, I was in my back, and there was a, a famous guy in the, in the studio, you know, and he was doing the song there, and, you know, I was out in the fire having a cup of tea, but next thing he calls me, hey, Steve, he says, come in here, he said, have a listen to this, and tell me what you think, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, so humble people, you know. Yeah, it's kind of nice, yeah, yeah, to, to make the feel that, that your opinion was a value, you know what I mean, sort of thing, like, to know that he wasn't That's a bull. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it changes how you feel about everything, doesn't? It? When people kind of show you a bit of respect and and and, and I suppose like value your 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 opinion your, or your company. Ah, or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. great support as well, you know. Yeah. And what else have you been doing during this whole lockdown, Stephen? It, yeah, we've been 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 busy now, John. I've been in a new studio at the minute there, so we have that nearly finished. So. Uh, we have a board of recording and a TV section in it, so you know we've new stuff coming. And then I'm working on uh, some uh, tracks for the back axles, and I yeah. have uh, another song that I've been, I've been working on with a friend of mine from Tullamore, Anthony Sullivan. He's a he's a, a writer himself. Yeah. And um, that's a duet I've done with my wife Helen. So I'm looking forward to releasing that one. It's called Something We Can Work On. Okay. Okay. It's a kind of an upbeat song and. Uh, so it's, I'm looking forward to releasing that one now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Helen is going to join you with that one. Helen is going to uh, join me with that one. And, uh, and has she recorded before? No, she hasn't been recorded before, so she's a nervous wreck, you know. <laughs> 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 but uh, she's, she's done loads of singing before. She's been yeah. in, the, in the council choir and the local choir. Yeah, she's a singer by nature anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she, yeah. And she loves country music, so... Yeah. You know, it's great to get to do that. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I see your two lads as well as following your footsteps as well, playing in the banjo and different things like. <laughs> well, you know, John, you know, when my father, when I was growing up, when I was only their age, nine or ten, you know, how it all started for, for, for us at home was, um, you know, once a week or twice a week, all the local people would come in, anyone to go play any sort of, if it was only the spoons. Yeah. They were in our house once or twice a week when we were young and there to be a session going and we'd be hiding there behind our curtain trying to last hours long before we'd, we'd be <laughs> run <laughs> up to bed. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's how it started for us and 
my father used to say to me, he, he when he'd be bringing me in for guitar lessons or piano lessons, he'd say, if you can play an instrument, he says, you'll never be hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know musicians at this present time will say different, you know, but look, at it, it, it's just one of these three things that happen. Yeah. But but I have to say over the years, you know, the amount of enjoyment, if nothing else, that we've, that we've got our music, yeah. you know, your money couldn't buy it. I, I, I think that's a big thing. I, I think anybody that's at it has to love it. It's not it's, it's not about the money. You know what I mean? Money will come or it won't come, but like it has to be about the love of what you're doing because other than that, you know what I mean? What's life about? Like, I need the love of what you're doing. It's, uh, it's, it is the love of it, John. And I, and I have to say it to all the musicians out there, you know, whenever there's a charity night or whenever a local person gets hurt or doesn't yes. matter if they're local or they're not local, you'll get a phone call and you'll say, Jenny, can you come down and sing a few songs? Yeah. And the music artists and musicians, they're the first people, there's not, there's the, not even a mention about money or anything. Yeah, yeah. Stick the diesel in their car and they're gone on and it's great. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, do you know what I mean? And, and I suppose the thing about it is that that's what makes it unique and special. You know I mean, it's, you know I mean, sort of thing is that people are so good within the industry, good to others and good to the, you mean good to the to 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 their, to their peers as well in the industry. And that's what we were saying earlier. That that I think it's an unusual kind of community, if you like, in the sense that they're willing to drop everything for somebody else always. Uh, it is, John, and and, and uh, you know they're, they're the first people there inside the door setting up the the equipment. Yeah. And you know, like I said, it's not about the money. You know over the years that we've been playing music is it's the enjoyment and you know to yeah. see someone down there whipping around the dance floor and a smile on their face yeah. you know yeah. money money has nothing got to do with that you no know? no 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 like I'd often hear people saying you know if you went somewhere and, and, and it, you know if people didn't kind of engage or didn't embrace and as we said oh it's just alright you got paid anyway it, that's not what it's about you mean like no. you really want people to engage you really want people to enjoy themselves you want to see that smile on their face Hear that laughter! Hear that laughter! You talked about earlier on. Do I mean like yeah, something like that? Or, 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 or even even the uh, the elderly fella down at the end of the counter uh, uh, and he put his hand to his ear to tell you you're a bit loud. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, even even the crack yeah. like that is, is it's great. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah tell him to turn down down here and a little bit, like. <laughs> You know, and, and a lot but, of them would be having, they'd be having the crack. Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Ah, that's, that's what it's all about, like, to me, like, starting, like, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all <laughs> about, John. So, I, I, I tell my young lads that, even though I know sometimes they're making, you know, yeah. and they're great young lads, they're going to do the practice. Mark's playing the fiddle and he has a mandolin now, he's, he's, he's practicing that. Right, yeah. And other young lad, Luke, Mark is nine and Luke is, Luke is uh, 11. Yeah. He's uh, playing the five-string banjo, and uh, he he started just started learning the dobro there. So, yeah. look at it, it's great for them, you know. Although they like every other young lad, they, they want to play the iPad and everything else. Oh, of course, of course. Moderation to all these things is yeah, is yeah. key. Yeah, well, I think I I, I think you know what I mean engaging with some form of you know I mean activity that that whether it's playing a game of football or hurling or whether it's whether it's playing a musical instrument or singing a song or whatever or doing a bit of dancing whatever it is I I think it's fierce important that it's because that you know I mean like that that sort of gives you something to do that that nobody else maybe is necessarily doing right beside you but it's also or maybe there's a few but it gives you kind of an outlet that you can talk to your friends about or you can talk to your and playing an instrument I think is a great thing to be able to do I think it's a fantastic skill if it's only um if it's only that you'd pick it out in a part, uh, you mean an old sing song somewhere, it's a nice thing to be able to do. If you never go on and use it professionally, like uh, it, it is, John. And yeah. I think you know, 
you know, I know the schools are under pressure doing this, that and the other at the moment and yeah. they have a lot on their curriculum and everything else. But when I was growing up, there was always music. There was a, someone teaching the old tin whistle there. Yes. You know, even if it was after school. And I think maybe, you know, if the government, you know, maybe pondered on this, it, it's something they could maybe employ some of these musicians now that they're, they have free time. Right, yeah. Is to tip into them schools, you know. Yeah. Well, under the right restrictions and everything else. Of course, of course, and, and, of course. And be, and, be, and be teaching them kids. Yes. Yes, I, know, I, I, a, a fantastic skill to have. That's, you know I mean, like, and and some will, you know I mean, some will pick it up and some won't. But it'd be nice to have the opportunity to have a go. If you know the best thing, like to know. But you know, you know, several lads that will bump into John and and they all love music and they'd be in maybe the sitting room there and the young lads would be playing and they'd say to me, "Oh, he says there's one thing I regret not have haven't done in my whole life." You know, and I said yeah. to him, "Look, it's not not too late." You know, but. <laughs> yeah. He'd always say, so that's why I think the government at the minute yeah. should come up with some sort of a structure, even if it's after school under 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 strict conditions. Yes. Get in the musicians there. We have top class musicians in Absolutely. this country, as good as is in Nashville. Yes. You know, and and give them boys. You know, get them a job there, teaching them kids. Yes. Yeah, and rather than kind of sort of pretend to give a handout for something, it would be an awful lot better to say, okay, you go down and do, you know what I mean, like sort of, do you know what I mean, like sort of two hours uh, or four hours this week in, in a couple of schools, and you know what I mean, like sort of thing, like we'll, then we'll pay a few bob, and a few bob then is earned, and somebody else has got value out of yes, it like and, as well. And, and as well as that, the government are in, investing in the, in, in the youngsters. In the youngsters, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think music... You know what I mean? You talked about your song there, just talked there earlier on. Uh, music tells a story, always tells a story, and it always tells a story either whether it's about our times or whether it's about, the, you know I mean, it, it, it relates history, it tells us about what's after, like there's lots of songs now about what's happening now, and you know what I mean, like starting, or you know I mean, even your song just talk there, for instance, it is about what's happening now with people, it's about people under pressure, it's about people worrying about things like, and, and I, I, I think you mean it, it? It kind of when you look back at old songs, they reflect the time. If you know the kind of way, they're they're they're, they're, well, they're they tell a story about you know, of our history and you mean it'll be history in the future. If you know the kind yeah, of yeah, or it, it brings back happier times. You yes, know? yeah. I wrote a song there a few years back. I, I simply called it the Brown Bread song. Okay, but uh, I remember going down to County Galway to Mammy's uncle's when I was only I was only a small gossip. Yeah, but Uncle Joe used to used to milk the cows by hand. Yeah. And, and Teresa would be inside there, she'd have, after making bread, and she'd have it wrapped up in a tea towel there, sitting on the windowsill. Yeah. And, you know, when you'd go in and get a slice of that with a bit of butter on it. <laughs> you couldn't get better. You couldn't get better. But these sort of songs, you know, bring back people to them times, to happy times, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing I learned off the songwriters in Asheville and that is, and Max T touched it on one day, he says, you know, you have to see it, feel it, and touch it. Yes. You know, when people listen to your song, that's what they have to. Yeah. You know, they have to know that it's part that that you are really really understand what you're saying and what you're what you're singing about, and that you feel it as you say. You have to feel it. Yeah, there's no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah, there's no you doubt know. about that. I think, I think that's a vital element. Any singer songwriters. Um, Ability is to is to is to, to touch on. It. We had um Eamon Welsh in here there uh, two weeks ago, and yeah. um. Eamon is a singer-songwriter right now, you know, he wrote that Thomas Jackman one, Daddy Don't Cry and that like, but Eamon yeah. as well talks about, you know I mean, all these songs are all about something about him, if you know what I mean, as, as in, as in that touched yeah, his life. Yeah, happened yeah. or touched yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I think that's, you know I mean, that's a fierce important thing and you're saying the very same thing, like, I mean, sort of thing, it's amazing how everybody that writes songs and sings songs has the same thing, like, you can't, 
I mean, yeah, it could be happy and it could be sad and it could be a bit of fluff, but it's, it still has to touch on something that's about you. Do you know what I mean? Something that you understand. That's it, John. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, John, it's only for the listeners out there that, you know, rings in and requests the songs and, yeah. you know, send you a little message on Facebook or a like yeah. or whatever. You know, them is the people that keeps you going oh, to write the next song. Song, yeah, get you up in the morning to go. Well, okay, well, you mean I, 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 I carry on, I carry on. Anyway, Stephen, we better go. I, I, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. Actually, just want to mention there that my granddaughter loves Murphy's ass. By the way, she's oh, Murphy's ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how that song came about one day. Myself and Max T was coming back to McLaurin. Yeah. And Max says, um, he says, look, we have to write a song. Yeah. He says, what will we write? And I says. What about Murphy's ass? Yeah. So, and I was after telling Max, you know, a, a day or two before that, about, um, I think he he, uh, he had a gout in his toe or something. Yeah. And I said, I, I, I know a quack, he has a cure for that. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was laughing at me, you know. And then I was telling him about a cousin of mine that had the cure for the burns. Yeah. You know, he'd lick your burn and well, he wasn't believing. He thought I was pulling his leg, you know, but... <laughs> So we ended up writing that song and Murphy's ass had the cure, you know, all had you have to do was rub Murphy's him or brush him. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I, 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 there's a nursing home near us and I used to play music in it for the residents and I played that one night from, I played, it became the most popular song in the place. I, I would have to play it every night I was there. But anyway, ah. I played it one night from, and I said, this is a song by yourselves. And I said, you know, I see what you think. But there was a lady sitting down who was really quiet. And she never said too much to anybody. She was there a short while and quite, quite lonely. And yeah. next thing, one of the, the, the carers came around to me and says, will you look at her? She was absolutely in the stitches. The tears were rolling down her eyes and she was busting herself <laughs> laughing. Uh, it's not crazy. See, that's, it, to me, it, to me, John, that's what I thought. It changed the whole thing. She literally, it was like as if you were after bringing her home. You know? so, well, she just was the, t she says, look at her there, a little quiet lady that wouldn't, yeah. and she just, the tears were rolling down her eyes and she was having a, a fierce laugh at but yeah. uh, you know what I mean? So I remember the first time I played it for my granddaughter, and she kind of you know what I mean? Like so I think she thought like do you know what I mean? And asked the horror was it? she never heard you know what I mean she did hear one like I had to explain, do you know what that is? It's not your backside, I said you know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great, John. It's great to see that and it's great yeah. to hear them stories. And yeah, yeah. But that's now it's just it's just it's it's just funny how a kind of a funny song that seems rather but but yet it's very Irish, if you know what I mean, it's very much about the cure. Like, you know I mean, there was lots of cures around one time. Everybody had a cure for everything. Mrs. Oh, So-and-so down the road had a cure for this. You know what I mean? There was a cure for that. There was, you know I mean, something like, you know, that there was a that's, cure that's for everything. Right, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the cures are kind of, the, some of them have been handed down, you know. But yes. yeah, that's how that song came about. Brilliant. You know, Brilliant. you know, I was pulling his leg, but... <laughs> We wrote, we wrote Murphy's ass over then. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Anyway, we better go. I have to take a break here or I'll, I'll be shot. Um, uh, Stephen, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. Um, yeah, look, look, John, just a, a word of thanks to yourself and all the crew there. Oh, you're uh, right. You know, only for yourselves, you know, playing those songs and, and all your listeners there for ringing in and requesting them and, and yeah. it's great to hear and we're very thankful yeah oh, well, I mean like we're very thankful for each for doing it for producing it, for making the music for us other than that we'd be sitting here listening to listen, they'd be listening to me all day and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be long turning off I mean so for yourselves like I mean I suppose writing the music singing the music and and um, 
whether it's songs that was do you know I mean old or new you know I mean like people get a great um, a sense out of them like so we, we're, we're all very grateful to all of you and, right, um, look at, ho- hopefully it keeps us all buzzing in this day of COVID anyway. that's it it will it will it will Stephen, thanks very much for that. I better go after. I have to take a break first, but after that, I'll, I'll play your um, new song, the, the tribute to John Pine, and um, I'll play that straight after the break. Yeah, yeah he's st- he's still around somehow anyway. Still John. around we'll somehow. Be, we'll be still playing his stuff. You will, you will. There's no doubt about that for a long, long time. Um, and um, thanks, Stephen. Thanks for that. Take care. Thanks very much, John. All right, cheers. Take care. Take care.